0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the show. It's Rob's Carey. It's Rob's Carey Show. We are live. Yes, we are live. Uh, what the hell is today? Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday 30th. We got one day. This is it. After today, we're uh we're out of here. After today, well, we're not out of here. I mean, we're out of we're out of uh <laughs> we're out of the uh month and we hit uh, December. But did you know, I don't know if you knew this. did you know that Tennessee's on fire. Seriously, legit. Did you know the state of Tennessee is practically on fire? Now, some of you are saying, what? I didn't know that. And I say, of course you didn't know that because the media doesn't really care. Seriously, legit. The media doesn't care about Tennessee, but we're talking about a serious fire. Listen, we have fires over here in L.A., and it's basically desolate forest, and occasionally it hits a few houses. I know uh, it sounds like I'm making light of it, but... We're not talking about what's going on in Tennessee, but yet, when the fires hit California, it's a national story. It's 24 hours nonstop coverage. If there's snow, oh, forget about it. If New York gets a snowstorm, regardless Regardless of how big it is. Don Lemon's there. Chris Cuomo's there. Anderson Cooper's there. Poppy. CNN practically moves their operation to New York. They practically move the operation to New York. Don Lemon does his reporting from the street. He's got the little snowmobile outfit on, his little hat. Tennessee, practically zero coverage, or at least coverage, you would think. You know, coverage, maybe a little more. Than just oh we're uh, you know reporting that uh, a zoo uh, almost caught on fire but uh, the animals were saved. Now let's talk about Steve Bannon being a BNA Nazi. Let's talk about Muslims and how we need to have sympathy for Somali Muslims in particular. Forget about the people that were ran over. Forget about them. Imagine what that young man was feeling inside. Just just imagine how tortured he was. Just imagine he couldn't find any place to pray. Oh dear. That that that's what you get. That's what you get. Now, I don't know if it's because Tennessee is a red state, and as far as the media is concerned, they're a bunch of inbred, Nazi-loving, Nazi-Trump-supporting alt-right. I, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if uh, hundreds of buildings. Uh, Catching fire is, is not as sexy as snow. I don't know. But nobody is really covering what's going on in Tennessee. There's some serious, serious Armageddon stuff going on. I mean, we're talking about... Tens of thousands of acres on fire. We're talking about buildings. I, I think the total is something like 700 houses and buildings and garages. Just structures. 700. Like I said, out here in California... You get a fire in Simi Valley that burns two or three houses and it's 24-hour news coverage. CNN, every segment, is breaking in to show footage of trees on fire. Seriously. Every program will at least have one break and they'll go to I don't know Brianna Keeler or Poppy Harlow who what, whatever you know talking dum dum they got at that moment covering the wildfires but every single hour they'll go into a break they're not doing that with this Tennessee fire they're not like I said I know you're seeing coverage but seriously just think about how much coverage you get if it pertains to California and a fire out here or a snowstorm In New York City. Or a snowstorm. In Philadelphia. Just go online. And and, and Google. In the last year and a half. Chris Cuomo. Cooper. There's shots of all of them. All bundled up with their jackets on. Hell, there's more coverage when there's a rainstorm. Remember the hurricane? Remember a month or two ago, the big hurricane that was gonna hit? Uh, where the hell was it? Uh, Florida again? Remember that? Oh my God! It's the, it's gonna be the worst hurricane in the oh my. God, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom was like, it was nothing. It was. Remember, I told you guys about my grandfather. He was like, I'm not leaving. And my dad, who's Mister Uber Liberal, who watches CNN and MSNBC like it's, you know, <laughs> the Bible of, of Jesus and whatever. It's like your grandfather's gonna die. They're saying this storm is gonna. Sure. My grandpa was like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going to die. This is all hype. Forget about it. And it was. But man, CNN, MSNBC, they built it up. This, it's like, eh, just a little fire. Gatlinburg. I don't even know where the hell Gatlinburg is. But I guess um, there's a theme park by Dolly Parton. Dollywood. You guys have heard of that. Dollywood. Almost went up in flames. I mean, that's a big deal, man. Like I said, out here in California, you get a fire in Simi Valley or you get a fire up in Palmdale. And it's just thousands of acres of brush that are on fire. And an occasional house that might get caught. And it's like Armageddon out here. The media is like, oh my God. I couldn't imagine. Could not imagine if Disneyland almost caught on fire. I, I couldn't ama- I mean, it, it literally, it literally would look like a 9-11 coverage down here. If Disneyland was on the verge of being lit on fire, now granted, Dollywood isn't Disney, but you know what? In Gatlinburg, to the people in Tennessee, Dollywood's a pretty big deal. Great Smoky Mountain National Park. It's a pretty big deal. So if you're just looking at it as what's a big deal to them as far as an amusement park and what's a big deal to me or you know people that live out here in Los Angeles, it's the same thing. Or if you have a six flags wherever you are. It's the same thing. So just imagine. But nope. There's no coverage of this. I mean, my girlfriend is pretty hep on news and she does Breitbart and she does all of that. She didn't even know Tennessee was on fire. She hadn't gone to Breitbart that day. She was busy with the whole doctor and the baby and, you know, trying to get prepared. I said, hey, do you know about Tennessee? She's like, no, no, no what? I was like, you didn't go on Breitbart today? You didn't go on? No, you know what I'm saying So, yeah, it's like Armageddon in Tennessee. Like, everything is on fire in Tennessee. It's like, really? I was watching the news. I didn't see I go exactly you didn't see anything. Because it's Tennessee. The same media that wants to do away with the Electoral College. Oh, we gotta do away with the Electoral College. I mean, you understand. That same media is not covering Tennessee being lit on fire. And again. I know you're seeing coverage, but you understand what I mean. When I'm talking about coverage, I'm talking about Don Lemon in full-on snow gear, looking like Cuba Gooding Jr. from Snow Dogs. That's the type of coverage, not just in passing. That's the type of coverage. And it's the same media that says, who cares about Tennessee? Who cares about Pennsylvania? Who cares about Utah? Who cares about Iowa? Idaho? Who cares about any of those states? All we care about is New York City, And California. Los Angeles, specifically. Maybe we care a little about Florida, Miami. Maybe. Do away at the electoral college. The only people that matter is California and New York. That's it. That's who should pick the president. What about everybody, like, in the middle? Ah. F them. Let them burn. So, Tennessee's on fire. Hopefully, they will um, stop it. Hopefully, they can get it under control. I think the death tolls up to seven or eight. I mean, when you hear these snowstorms for two days, remember, before the snow hits, it's a two day lead up. We're going to have the snowstorm. It's going to be huge. Oh, my God. Uh, and then the snow hits. We're here in the snowstorm. Oh, my God. Uh, and then two days after. Oh, my God. The cleanup. You don't hear seven deaths. The last big snowstorm, there wasn't seven deaths. It wasn't seven deaths. 100% there wasn't seven deaths. There's seven deaths already. Like 60-some-odd people have been injured, seven deaths. This is like big stuff, man. This is big Lee. But you wouldn't know. But, hey, we're here to tell you. Tennessee's on fire. They only got 10% of it contained. Might be more now. I'm just going off of what I have at my uh, disposal. But hopefully they'll be all right and they can uh, pull out of this. It's kind of like what's going on in Israel. I mean, we don't know if the Tennessee situation is um, terrorist-related, but out in Israel... They have a lot of land that's on fire, houses being caught on fire. But that's from terrorists. Never thought about that. I I never thought about that. That's like some deep-thinking terrorist stuff. Seriously, I never thought about that. never thought about being careful that somebody would light a bunch of uh, brush on fire, let it spread. Like, I get it. You're an arsonist. But I don't think an arsonist necessarily goes into the situation saying, I'm going to... um, have this wildfire spread to the point of destroying, you know, tens of thousands of homes. Yes, I know an arsonist goes, lights a building on fire. Ooh, ah. But I mean to actually use it as a weapon and say, okay, there's houses over there, there's settlements over there, there's there's developments over there. If we light the fire here 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 it will spread to there with the winds and things that are going on conditions it will take them xyz to get trucks there i mean that's like some serious serious terrorist arson thinking and i never thought about that now i'm not a terrorist i don't think about killing people in a in a a mass way, but man, that's that's some serious, serious thinking. So you got fires going on in Israel, you got fires going on in in Tennessee, and the media is still fixated on the (laughs) alt-right. The alt-right. The alt-right, damn it. And, and, and the fire, and, and the fact that uh, Fox News and uh, uh, talk radio are bad, evil, and they contributed to Hillary Clinton losing the election. That's it. That's what everybody's focused on. It's Rob Zicarelli. It's Rob Zikeri show. We're gonna take not a long break, relax everybody it's a it's a quick Bill Clinton break. I call this the Bill Clinton break this is Bill Clinton telling everybody he never had sex with Monica Lewinsky we'll be right back after Bill's words
1: but I want to say one thing to the American people I want you to listen to me I'm going to say this again I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. Thank you.
0: I never had sex with that woman. Bill Clinton, ladies and gentlemen. Do you guys realize that we will probably um, never, ever hear or see Hillary and Bill Clinton again in a position of um, authority or, or or power or? Um, celebrity I mean who the hell is going to want to pay Hillary Clinton to give any speeches I mean she's not going to make $300,000 to give a speech she's not going to get paid 200,000 she's not going to get paid any of that money anymore Bill Clinton's not going to get paid that money Bill Clinton's going to get the money that George Bush would get 80 grand, 100 grand, 50 if that I don't think they'll get anything anymore. People are probably going to hit them up saying, hey, can I get my money back? (laughs) I want my money back. We gave both of you all this money, like an obscene amount of money, because you were supposed to be Madam President. You were supposed to be the first dude. Gave you all that we gave you a million dollars for your birthday, you little scumbag. You know how many people are probably going? I want my money back. I don't think they're. I mean, do they have to make a dime through two hundred million dollars? Definitely don't think they pissed through two hundred million dollars. So I don't think they really need the money. Don't think they are going to be hurting for cash. So it doesn't matter that the money's dried up, but nobody's going to give them any money to speak. <laughs> nobody's going to give them anything. <laughs> They're not going to give them anything. So... Probably never going to see the Clintons ever again. Just some factual information. All right. Uh, You want to see the media losing their minds? I mean, well, we could go through 100 billion things. But, man, are they losing their minds on this um, carrier news? Holy moly they are just to be tied i mean i mean they are they are so pissed off they are so pissed off that they're basically saying well so what it's only a thousand jobs Psst. imagine imagine that 1000 people are going to keep their jobs 1,000 people. I mean, a 1,000 people are going to keep their jobs. And just imagine off those 1,000 people how many other people that affects. So those 1,000 people got to have family. Maybe not a huge family, but they got to have a family. So... Those jobs will affect other people that are part of their family. So, a thousand people won't be affected, but maybe four or five thousand people will be affected. If you got a father who's working at Carrier, he's got a wife, two kids, it's three people that are going to be affected. It's three people that are going to be affected. So, That 1,000 number, those 1,000 people, those 1,000 jobs, those 1,000 individuals, really translates to about 5,000. And then you can add to that 5,000 because those 5,000 with that money are going to go into... Local restaurants. Local businesses. Rather it's a restaurant, movie theater, bookstore, car wash, gas station. You know it's funny listening to liberals scoff at the thousand jobs. <gasps> Psst. <gasps> Psst. That's what the New York Times did. Psst, huh. They tweeted what it means for Donald Trump to save a thousand jobs. And they show. two thousand seventeen million, two thousand and ten eleven million, two thousand and sixteen twelve million, 2010. 11 million. 2016. 12 million. And then under it, it says a loss of 5 million jobs since 2000. Like. Big deal, a thousand. It's not a big deal until that thousand is a million and you could chip away. That's what the left says. Ups, big deal. And yet, they're the ones that dance around When you talk about unemployment benefits or even welfare for that matter. And they go, Well, if that person gets that money, that person's spending it in the economy and it's going into businesses and you know, rather it's a thousand, rather it's ten thousand, rather that's all good and that but when you actually have people working working and those thousand jobs affect 5,000 people and that branches out to another five six seven maybe 10,000 people in different businesses the left's like oh big deal who cares and trump's not even the president He's not even the president. This is something Obama should be doing. This is something Obama should be doing. Instead, what is Obama doing, or talking about doing, or the left wants him to do? Make sure that the DACA people, make make sure that they get to stay in this country. Make sure that Trump can't deport or at least reverse the executive orders and find the DACA people and deport them. Please, please, that's that. Forget American jobs. Forget Americans. Forget that. Spit on them. Worry about pardoning Hillary Clinton. Worry about doing sit-down interviews at Rolling Stone. Worry about sending people to Fidel Castro's funeral. These are the things that the Democrats, the president, are worrying about. Trump's not even the president. He's not even the president. And he picked up the phone and said, hey, Carrier. Don't leave Indiana now they were going to eliminate two thousand jobs. Trump saved a thousand saved a thousand That's legit. Carrier even said, yeah. We got some incentives, and of course, the media is going. Oh well, they just got some 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 tax incentives, and they also uh, do some government contracting with the uh, defense projects. So really, Trump just leveraged some uh, tax codes because Pence is. Uh, the governor of Indiana, and of course, uh, leveraged government contracts with the Defense Department. So, And I'm like, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Does it matter how it was done or what it was done with? And if it was done in part with incentives like tax breaks and things like that, doesn't that prove, then, cuts for businesses, incentives for businesses keep businesses in the United States? Doesn't that prove the point? So when you hear people say, We've got to lower the corporate tax rate from 30 or 35% down to 15. And that will help keep businesses in the United States. And it will attract businesses to the United States because of that tax rate. No, 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 that will never work. That's just giving money to rich people. Okay. Well, if that's the case. If that's your theory, how do you explain then your criticism that all Donald Trump and Mike Pence did was give carrier tax breaks? And if that's what they did and it kept a thousand jobs in the United States from being shipped to Mexico doesn't that mean it works? And if your other criticism is, well, it creates a dangerous precedent because other companies that are living and doing business in other states and other cities will then demand That they want the same type of thing that Carrier got. Or they will continue to ship jobs overseas. And then we have to go back to the concept of lowering the corporate tax rate will create jobs and keep jobs in the United States. Because if the liberals' second argument is a precedent, then that means lowering taxes and giving incentives to businesses, keep businesses in the United States. And because of this, Liberals, the media, Democrats, that whole circle of crap are losing their minds. They're losing their minds. They are losing their minds because it kind of shows everybody that you don't have to be some... uh, Road Scholar, some, some Harvard Law Review uh, professor, pick up the phone. Talk to the CEO. Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's it going to take to keep you from shipping jobs? Well, we want A, B, and C. Well, I can't give you A, B, and C, but I could give you A and half a B. And I won't make C and D miserable for you. Yeah, okay, this is what we'll do then. All right, thank you. Well, thank you. All right, goodbye. How effing hard was that? I mean, when have you ever heard of a president calling up the head of a major corporation like a monster corporation, and saying, hey, we got to do something here. We got to do something here. When have you ever heard that? And it just seems so simple. I mean, it really does. It seems so simple. And the media is freaking. The media is freaking. They're losing their minds. The Democrats are losing their minds. Some Republicans are losing their minds. They know everything that they have been conditioned to believe, to to feel, just everything about Washington and the way the government is supposed to work and the way different people are supposed to behave they know it's gone they know trump is different just like the media is freaking out that uh, trump is tweeting the press this notion that everybody thought oh trump now is going to be just like obama and everything is going to be conducted just like obama and in turn just like George Bush and just like Bush senior and just like Reagan and just because this is the American presidency and there's a system and there's a way we do things and this is Washington and you can't go outside this circle cuz if you do if you do what if you do what Like, I've talked about this before. I've used the analogy. We were all told, and we're still told, that the world was flat. And at some point, you would sail off the edge into total darkness and die and the whole thing. And Trump was like, nah. No, man, you just keep going. You just going to go around in a circle. And everybody's like, no, 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 no. And he went, yeah. And he set out to sea, sailed, and he didn't fall off the edge. The media went, oh, damn. Oh. They don't know what to do. Washington doesn't know what to do. No one knows what to do. Because everybody's talking point on the left and the right is, well, this isn't president is supposed to do. This isn't how things are supposed to work. You remember we talked about how just beside themselves, that CNN and MSNBC, how Wolf Blitzer and them were all distraught, that Trump doesn't have those little scumbags flying on his airplane, riding in his limousine, basically treating them like royalty. He treats them exactly as they are which is scum. They're nobodies. They're nothing. Booger eaters. They're fart snippers. They were the losers in school that were told if they become journalists, they become reporters, they're going to get this big pot of gold. Trump's like, no, you're a jerk off. You're the idiot. That thought you were Woodward and Bernstein running around doing articles on the school mascot for the school paper. You're a jerk off. So they don't know what to do. They're just uh well that's not that's that's wrong. They we there's always been somebody that traveled with the president elect. There's always someone that Brianna Keeler is supposed to go with you, and Dana Bash is. She's supposed to go on your private jet. And je- no, sorry. And back in the day, they used to have uh, uh, sword fights and they used to have duels. Okay, stupid. They used to do a lot of things in the past. All right, things change. They used to have slavery. Things change. Women used to not be able to vote. Things change. Sorry, Wolf. So they're losing their minds, man. President-elect, he just picked up the phone and called the company and said, hey, you got to stay. What can me and the vice president do? What can we do? What can we all do? Uh, well... It'd help if we had, you know, some maybe tax breaks or well, how about this? We'll give you tax breaks. But that's all we could do. Now don't make us some of your contracts that you got with the Defense Department. Okay, mister President. Um all right, we're good with those little tax breaks. All right, thank you. See you later. the media, because remember, the media are Democrats. Oh, God. Tax cuts, keeping jobs in America, blows the whole theory that tax cuts benefit the rich. Like I said, man, Trump is breaking all the, the norms and, and everything that we've been programmed to believe. Everything that we've been programmed to believe by the Democrats slash the media. How many times since Trump has ran, you know, since he's been running, now he's the president or soon to be president. How many times have we heard the word unprecedented? This is unprecedented. Trump tweeting? This is unprecedented. President-elect not having uh, a Brianna Keeler type sitting on his private jet while he eats a Big Mac? Unprecedented. President-elect calling out the media? Unprecedented. Everything's unprecedented. That's unprecedented. We thought he would change. He's not changing. Unprecedented. Well... Do you ever think everything before the words of unprecedented being said we are in right now? The status quo? More of the same? Well, we can't do that because we haven't done that before. We've always done this. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, but if thing's not working, why do we continue to do it like that? Well, because did you do Who said that? Who said that? Like I've said before, I'll say it again. It's just like my analogy with immigration. We used to actually have a real immigration system. I mean, it's always been broke, but immigration was actually enforced. Like I said, illegally, they did celebrate the fact that they were here illegally. But once Obama became president, This administration and Democrats Just look the other way The media Celebrates Lawlessness And you do it for eight years When you try to go back to the way Things were supposed to be And even then it was broke But it wasn't what it is And when liberals go and this is their argument. Or at least their little comeback. Because remember, I got a friend. I got a little hip liberal douchebag friend. Well, if this administration, the Democrats, so lenient with illegals. Why has Obama deported more illegals than other past presidents? Well, stupid. There's more illegals coming to the United States than ever before. There's more people coming here than ever before. I I, I mean you you don't even you you don't even have to try to catch them. I mean every. It's like a wave. You remember when they were coming in and, and, and drove places because people didn't want them in their area. With the exception shooting fish in a barrel? Of course, mom was deported more because more coming to this country than ever before, the surges that we are getting are unprecedented. I mean, there' are statistics that are showing that in every one month, we're getting hit with more illegals than we've had in 10 or 15 years. That's why more than ever are being deported. Remember, the border officials, border officers, ICE, all of them want to do their job. They want to deport people. They want to apprehend people. They want to get the bad hombres out of this country. It's not like they're coming in and in that sense. Go ahead. But because this has been going on for seven and a half, eight years, when Trump comes along, Sessions comes along, goes, all right, so this is what we're going to do. People are like, whoa, wait, stop. And it's the same thing. With with carrier and tax incentives and tweeting and all of this stuff. Well, unprecedented. This is unprecedented. Stop. This is unprecedented. This is what he's doing. This is what he's doing. He's not even the president. Not even the president. And he kept a thousand jobs in Indiana. And started the ball rolling and showing the American people that this is what a president is supposed to do. You don't use the bully pulpit, as they call it, to make sure Bruce Jenner can take a dump in your local Chipotle bathroom. That's not what the bully pulpit is supposed to be used for. The bully pulpit is not supposed to be used to attack police officers and say, hey, uh, yeah, I know all you police officers out there shooting uh arm black teeth. Uh, you know, you guys, you know, there's inherent racism going on. That's not what the bully pulpit is supposed to be used for. The bully pulpit is not supposed to be used for telling the American, lecturing the American people about Islam and how it's a fun-loving, beautiful, peaceful expression of religious doctrine. No, no. The bully pulpit is supposed to be used to enhance, enhance American lives. And I'm not talking about enhancing Bruce Denner's American life to take a dump in a Chipotle bathroom. It's not enhancing the American life. Keeping jobs. Keeping jobs from pouring out of this country. Saving Thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs. That enhances. Americans lives. Picking up the phone. Calling a major corporation boss. And saying hey. We got to do something. To keep jobs here. What do we do? Well. Uh. We did build a bathroom, so you know if we hire a tranny, we could take a dump. I don't care about that. What do you talk Why are you talking about? Well, you know the past administration. The, I, you know what? F that administration. I'm talking about jobs. I'm talking about putting American people to work. Oh, okay. Uh, well, if you just give us. Uh, some tax incentives. Okay, there you go. There's your tax incentive there. We're not going to pull a, a government contract to, to build bombs over here, or whatever the hell they build, and that's it. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night. Next. And then you move on down the line. It's unprecedented. Yeah, it's unprecedented. A president actually uh, you know, doing what he's supposed to do. Doing what he's supposed to do. Well, President Obama does what he's supposed to do. He gets up there and he talks eloquently about Islam. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Here, bring, bring, bring the, 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 the book over here. Let me take, I'll show you what eloquent is. I'll take a big dump on it. How's that? Get out of here. I don't want my president to talk eloquently about a religion. Sorry. Close as I want my president to be talking about religion is Donald Trump saying, You know what? My favorite book is the
1: Bible.
0: That, that's it. And my second favorite book is The Art of the Deal. But I do love the passage about two Corinthians. And everybody goes, Did he just say two Corinthians? Uh, excuse me, uh, President. Yeah. Uh, It's not like two Corinthians in that sense. Corinthians, Schmarminthians. Still my favorite book. I love it. I love it. And my second favorite book is The Art of the Deal. That's it. That's that's as close as I want my president to be talking about religion. I don't need a 35 minute... Listen, at least... With Trump, we're not going to be having these televised speeches of religious tolerance. Today, I want to talk about Islam. And the brothers... Get get out of here. Get out of here. Stop. Stop. This is unprecedented. So, yeah, you want to see... uh, uh, the liberals losing their minds, go check out some of the articles uh, of them talking about uh, Carrier and what Trump did and tax cuts and government contract. Go take a look. It's what it's supposed to be done, guys. So what it's supposed to be done. I mean, you do realize, first off, no matter what Trump does good, uh, if you're if you don't like Trump, no matter what he does you're never going to give him props for anything. If you got a friend who hates trump my my friend's brother despises trump to the point where 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 my friend was over last week, Thanksgiving he was telling me the story about. How his brother heard him talking on the phone to another person about Trump and about things that uh, Trump said he was going to do, and to the point uh, where my friend's brother said he he got like physically ill by listening to the conversation because he despises Trump so much despises him. So no matter what Trump does that's good there's going to be millions of people millions of people that are just like my friend's brother that will never ever say oh that was good but what went down with carrier and i'll say this in closing what went down with carrier is exactly what he said he would do on the campaign trail. When you hear the media going, well, you know, uh, Trump didn't really uh, say, hey, I'll tax your stuff. Yeah, right, right. He gave them incentives and then there were some government contracts involved. So, you know, there was a little bit more finessing. Okay. But Trump said that. On the campaign trail, he talked about how uh, companies get um, breaks from the government. They they get uh, special deals. And once they get these deals, they turn around and F the government. They turn around and go and outsource jobs or, um, you know, closed factories after they took from the government so the government says hey we'll give you this uh, tax break people like to call them subsidies we'll give you this subsidy and we'll give you that and and that company goes okay sure and then a year later the company winds up doing what the government said for them um, not to do if they gave them these subsidies or tax breaks, whatever the hell you want to call them. Trump talked about that. Remember, Trump said the people we have running our country are stupid. They're stupid people. They're dumb. They're like they're they're they're. It's like dealing with giant babies. Trump said the companies get things and turn around and tell. The government f you He talked about that And then he talked about Tax cuts Talked about lowering The tax rates So When the media When Hack Tapper goes Well you know Trump uh, Talked about tax incentives And government contracts Yeah Trump went and said Hey Carrier We'll give you a tax incentive, and, and and we won't pull these government contracts that you have. So, we're going to give you a tax incentive, you reinvest it into the company, keep employing people, do some upgrades. That's nice our administration nastiness is you have government contracts you have government contracts you make money for us we will pull these contracts you understand we will pull these contracts and you will get nothing Trump said he would do. And he did it. Everything that happened with Carrier is what Trump said he would do. So, we are in store for a long four years because if Trump does more and more and more of these things, the media just might collectively kill themselves. I mean, they literally might collectively do a media Jonestown suicide pact. If Trump can save jobs and then bring jobs back, If he could do this for the next four years, you will see CNN, NBC, ABC, you will see all of them go off to an island somewhere, and they will uh, take the Kool-Aid. They will take the Kool-Aid. They will drink the Kool-Aid. And they'll kill themselves. That's what they will do. You know who else will? Mexico. Because after this went down, um, officials from Mexico already came out and said they are really upset by what happened. Officials. In the Mexican state of Nuevo León said, the implications are very serious, not only for Nueva León, but for Carrier. Marcella Guerrero said, the one who's going to suffer from this is the company, because their products are going to be more expensive. gonna suffer and then Guerrero went on to say I understand Trump's fight to save US jobs I understand that fight because it is the same fight all of us politicians carry out now we haven't received any formal notification from that company In fact, we are working normally with them. And in fact, Carrier has already constructed the shell of the new factory building. Well, I don't know what you're going to do with that factory building. And then, of course, it goes on, uh, Monterrey, Santa Catarina, and much of Nuevo Leon was gripped four years ago by a wave of drug cartel violence and killings. But the situation is calmed, in part because of greater law enforcement efforts, but also because of increased job availabilities at new businesses, such as Kia Motors Auto Plant. By offering people working conditions that allow them to look after their families' uh, welfare, uh, they've been kept to some extent busy and on the road to progress and away from illicit activities, said Jamie Garcia. Like any city, Santa Catarina would be grateful for carrier jobs. But he declined to comment on Trump's efforts, saying, we are respectful, but we keep our distance from the president-elect's policies. Yeah, you better keep your distance. But isn't that a trip, though? Isn't that a trip? And I know a lot of my conservative friends are like, free trade, free trade, free trade. But just, just think about this for a minute, though. Just think about this. American jobs, Americans, our Americans, our citizens, your neighbors, your friends, your family, they don't have jobs. They are losing their jobs. They are looking for jobs. Why? So that the people of Santa Catrina, of Nueva Leon, are able to work for Kia Motors and other American companies. Make money, feed their families, and have a good and prosperous life. I mean, just think about that. Americans here in New York, in Philadelphia, in Florida, in Ohio, California, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Americans are struggling, suffering, so that Mexicans in Nueva Leon can have a good life. Isn't that just messed up? Like, legit, guys. Isn't that messed up? Seriously. Isn't that messed up? And you know what I'll hear? Yeah, but, you know, we benefit from that because the goods that are produced there, we get here cheap. We get here cheap. I mean, just look at what that lady said. Just look at what the guy said. Now people are going to have to pay more for the carrier air conditions. Oh, okay. Hmm. Good concept. Real good concept. But try this concept. Rather it's five dollars more, ten dollars more, a hundred dollars more. Doesn't really matter if you don't have a fucking job, right? Right? If you don't have a job then it really doesn't matter if the cost of goods that we're buying at Walmart, Target, or wherever is more expensive. If you don't have a job, then what's it matter?
1: What's it matter?
0: Oh, well... Well, that's not the case. You know, not everybody. Listen, stupid. That is the case. I would rather pay. Because here's the other misnomer about uh, the whole concept of. Well, then the goods are going to be more expensive. Stuff can only be priced to a point to where Someone just doesn't buy it. And at that point, a company goes, okay, we're just going to have to make less profit. Our CEO is just going to have to make less money. Instead of taking home a $75 million bonus, they're only going to take home $50 million bonus. So companies can raise the cost of their goods to compensate because they're keeping a factory in the United States and they're not paying some six-year-old Taiwanese boy or whatever the hell they get for $0.68 cents an hour. And instead of selling a six-pack of socks at Walmart for two fifty. They're going to have to charge 450 At some point, at some point, you can only raise it to where somebody goes, I'm not going to pay for them. So the CEO has to make less money. Oh, iPhones are going to be like $4,000. Then you're not going to buy an iPhone then, are you? Sorry, you're not going to buy an iPhone. The executives at, ASP, at Apple that are making uh, you know, tens of millions of dollars, I guess won't be able to make tens of millions of dollars. They'll only be able to make five or six million dollars. And, and, the quadruple flip on that. The quadruple flip on that is whenever, whenever businesses have to pay more money, it still doesn't raise the prices to the point of collapsing the economy of that business. Now we're not talking about 15 and 16 dollars an hour french fry maker. We're not talking about that, but when Starbucks goes we're raising our coffee by 17 cents. Okay. And rather pay a dollar more for my $6 Walmart shirt and keep tens of thousands of jobs here in the United States than pay a dollar less. For my Walmart shirt. And provide a wonderful and great life. For the Mexicans. Of Nuevo Leon. Call me. A nationalist. Call me a xenophobe. Call me an alt-right member. I call it. America first. I call it looking out. For Americans. Regardless of their color, their ethnicity, their sexual orientation, their religion. I don't care. You're American first. It's Rob Zaccari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We are going to uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about. Uh, good old Mitt Romney. Well, let's just talk about a couple of these uh, c- cabinet picks. I want to uh, get into uh, Obama for a minute. And uh, I don't know, a couple other uh, interesting, nifty things. Don't go away. It's Rob Scary. It's Rob Scary Show. Listen to a little Baked Alaska. Nah, we'll go with the Trump train. It's Rob Scary. Rob Scary Show. We are back.
1: Are you, are you coming to the train Led by a man who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign Let's meet this year on the Trump train Are you, are you coming to the train Where brave men called out for a wall built by crane. Media is terrified, they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men call out the fools who lead in vain. Lobbyists are terrified, they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Wear a hat of hope, side by side with me Make America great again, break the chain Let me, this year, on the trolley train
0: And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed
1: at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go on any longer. Are you, are you coming to the train to take our great country back again? Join a revolution and break the chains. Let's meet this year. We're going to win at the borders. We're going to win, and we're going to keep winning, and we are going to make America great again, greater than ever before.
0: On the trunk. Did I make it? Did I make it? Nah, almost. We missed it for a second. It's Rob's It's Rob's Security show. We are back. We are live. Yes, we are. Uh, don't forget, you guys, you could follow us on uh, Twitter. You could follow us on uh, Blog Talk Radio. You could follow us on iTunes. Uh, you could follow us on. Uh, Oh God! iHeartRadio. That's the other big thing. The iHeartRadio uh, app. You could go there and uh, listen to us. Good stuff. Good stuff. All the old shows are 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 good stuff. So check it out. All right, uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, other uh, cabinet. Well, Romney's not a cabinet pick. They're still playing the game. I told you guys, they're just, they're just torturing Mitt Romney. They're torturing Mitt Romney, and they're torturing all of Mitt Romney's supporters. Because you know, there's still a whole bunch of Mitt Romney uh, faithful. Okay? That's all they're doing right now. I mean, let's face it. Okay, wait a minute. Let me bounce real quick, and then we'll no. Okay. <laughs> well, just, you know what I got? Everybody was emailing me. They're like, what do you think about the missing Northern California woman? And I was like, all right, let me, and so I, I plan to talk about that real quick, but then I was, let's just touch on it real, real, real smidgen. I'm calling it right now. I don't know if I'll be correct. Maybe this will be one of the times where I am uh, wrong, but I think it's a hoax. I think it's a hoax. And when I mean by a hoax, here's what I think. Here's my concept. I think the husband, um, I think the husband paid somebody to kidnap her and kill her. That's what I think happened. And they chickened out. And let her go. That's what I think. I think they planned to kill her. And I think the hub- husband um, was agonizing with, kill her. Is he not going to kill her? And then he chickened out and let her go. That's, that, that's what I think. I know. It sounds far-fetched. I know. I, You guys wanted me to comment on it. Okay? But here's the thing. It is so unbelievably far-fetched and like something out of a horror movie that it's Unbelievable. Okay? You have a woman that goes jogging out in Reading. She gets kidnapped. She gets held captive. The people or the individuals were um, Hispanic. They were covered from head to toe. Her head was covered. But at times, she could see them, branded her, beat her, cut off her hair, starved her, to the point where she weighed about 87 pounds. Don't forget the women that, well, she says they're women that kidnapped her, <clears throat> had piercings.
1: I, it's, just,
0: uh, it's just a, a, a fantastical story. That, that's all I'm saying. It's a fantastical story. That's all. It's a fantastical story. I'm mean, seriously think about it. Two Mexican women kidnap a little blonde <laughs> runner. She's out running. Now, the other. Let me throw the other theory okay now remember my first theory is uh, the husband hired um, people to kill the wife they chickened out and then in turn uh, they let her go or the second theory here's the second theory the husband and wife or just the wife, were involved into some shady, shady stuff. Or just the wife maybe was cheating. And these two Mexican women kidnapped her, tortured her, effed with her, and then let her go. They taught her a lesson. It was like a revenge. Maybe uh, this woman was um, effing around with one of these girls' boyfriend. Maybe she was effing around with somebody's husband. But I mean, think about how insanely insanely just insanely crazy. I know that's it's redundant, but that two I mean, just think about that. A woman goes jogging, do 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 and then two masked Mexican women kidnap the woman, hold her, you know, hostage for two weeks, beat her, brand her. Torture and then dump her back out on the street. come on that's not a random thing it's not a random thing that's that, that that's just it's not a random thing okay two Mexican women. Don't go driving around. Okay? Hey, Essie. Hey, Lorena. Oh, let's go. Let's kidnap that woman. I mean, come on. Kidnapping someone and holding them captive for, you know, a week, two weeks. weeks—that That's a serious task, man. That's a serious task. That's not like abducting someone, raping them, or beating them up, and then tossing them back on the freeway or the hiking trail five hours later. Chaining somebody up in a basement or a garage for weeks? Come on, that's that's some serious, that's some serious, serious commitment. That's two individuals who did this because they wanted to. It was a plan. This wasn't random. They knew this girl. They knew the husband. Maybe one of these girls were messing around with the husband. And the husband led one of them on to the point of, oh, I'm going to divorce my my wife, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry you, or whatever. Maybe the wife found out. Maybe he then had to break it off at one of the girls. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, the two women kidnapped this woman, knew this woman, or knew the husband. They all are intertwined somehow. Mark my words, take it to the bank, I guarantee, effing guarantee, I guarantee this will come out in the next two or three weeks. Guaranteed. I'm telling you, guaranteed. I promise. 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 Do you understand that? I promise. Guaranteed. I guarantee. It's Rob's Scary. It's Rob's Scary Show. We're going to take a quick break. It's only a... Just stop. It's a minute. It's not even a minute. It's going to be... A blast from the past. It's Rob's Scary. It's Rob's Scary Show. So... So, I'm really honored by the crowd, and we're going to have some fun now because instead of making a speech, which I've been doing over and over and over, I want to take questions. Don't we like that, right? Okay. All right, let's start with this group right over here. Come on. Okay, this man, I like this guy. Welcome, White Plains. Amen. Okay. We have a problem in this country it's called
1: Muslims. We know our current president is one. You know he's not even an American. We need this question. question. But anyway, we have training camps growing where they want to kill us. Mm -hmm.
0: That's my question. When can we get rid of it? We're going to be looking at a lot of different things. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that, and a lot of people are saying that bad things are happening out there. We're going to be looking at that and plenty of other things. It's one of my favorite (laughs) all-time Trump. One of my all-time favorite Trump moments on the campaign trail. Oh, there are Muslims. And and you know what was great about that? Watching the media really go out of their way uh, to uh, paint Trump as being sympathetic to that guy. When Trump went, oh, like we need this, watching people like Lawrence O'Donnell and Joy Reid craft that as Trump saying, we need this question. And when somebody, and I actually watched one or two People get challenged on their take and them going, no, Trump was serious. I actually watched them uh, get challenged by a few people who went, you hear Trump laughing. You hear Trump going like we need this question. And them go, well, it's not a laughing manner to say that the president. Like oh come on man, just stop, stop. So that's a blast in the past. So we don't want to relitigate. All right, so let's get back to the Romney. We talked about it yesterday, and I gave you guys my theory that this was. He's not going to pick Romney. Okay, he's not going to pick Romney. At least I don't think he's going to pick Romney. <laughs> but, but I don't. I, He's not going to pick Romney. Uh, What he's doing is torturing Mitt Romney. What he's doing is torturing Mitt Romney's supporters. I mean, guys, remember, Mitt Romney went out there and said, Donald Trump is a phony. Donald Trump... It's a failure. Donald Trump doesn't want to release his tax returns because he has something to hide. There's a bombshell there. Remember all that. And you had other establishment types orgasming. I mean, people like Katie Packer and Stuart Stevens and Bill Crystal. Oh, my God. They were orgasming. Yes. Oh, this, man, this is, why, where's this Mitt Romney? Why wasn't this the Mitt Romney in 2012? Ah! Why isn't he running? Why doesn't he just get in the race, please? Ma- I mean wow. They were just, wow, what a fighter. Wow. Oh man, your 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 Megan McCain's and every other establishment douchebag radio host. A-hole. Oh, Mitt Romney, ma'am! And what happens? Donald Trump calls Mitt Romney for a meeting, and Mitt Romney comes like a bitch. Like a little bitch. Not once, twice. Think about what this does, not just to Mitt Romney, but to all the Romney supporters that were rah-rahing Romney and his, there's a bombshell in Trump's tax. Just imagine what all of these people are feeling. Their hero. Their hero is at the feet of Donald Trump like a bitch. I mean, he's basically doing what Trump said he did back in 2012. You all remember, Trump basically implied that Romney would get on his knees for Trump. You remember that? Remember when Trump was talking about Mitt Romney wanting the endorsement of Trump, and Trump said he would get on his knee. He would practically do anything. He would get down on his knees. Now you could take that as begging, or you could take that as Trump saying he would get on his knees and fillet me. He would give me a Lewinsky. So, either way, Trump talked about Mitt on his knees. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mitt Romney has got on his knees for Trump, not once, but twice now. I mean if Mitt Romney real convictions if he was a man of integrity if he was this great person that the establishment all said he was he would have politely cuz you don't want to be a jerk president elect. But he would have politely declined the invitation to meet at Trump's golf course. He would have declined the invitation to meet at this swanky uh, Gene George's New York City restaurant. He would politely said uh, to whoever uh, reached out, you know, um, I got to decline uh, the meeting. Uh, I don't have any... um, ambition to serve in any capacity for Uh, the president-elect what i said about him four months ago hasn't changed i think he's a fair i mean now he could have said it nicely he could have just said listen uh, i i don't want to serve in the administration i if i wanted to be back in front of the spotlight or if I wanted to be in that situation, I would have ran for president. If I wanted to be back in that situation, I would have jumped in when everybody was asking me to, but I don't want to be in that situation. And being part of the administration would put me in a situation Where I'm traveling, where I'm meeting, where I'm doing what I don't want to do. So I have to decline. Now, that would have been the nice thing, right? Or he could have just kept with his convictions and said to the person, listen, I thought Trump was a fraud and a phony four months ago. I think there's a bombshell in his taxes. I think there's a lot of things we don't know about president-elect. So, if I didn't like him four months ago, why will I have changed my mind now? So, Kellyanne or Rance or whoever was on the phone, uh, I will not go to a meeting. I will not sit face to I, I, I don't like him sorry goodbye but he didn't he didn't do either of the things he was told we're thinking about having you be secretary of state and he went okay at what point do I get on my knees and imagine all the Romney supporters What are they feeling right now? Because obviously Romney doesn't feel all these things. I mean, if Romney felt those things, why would you then go and work for the person that you think on a low life? Because that's what Romney was saying Trump is. You have lowlifes, and then you have beyond a lowlife. And as far as Romney was concerned, Trump was beyond a lowlife. He was scum. He was a fake, a fraud, a phony. I mean, Romney went out of his way to try to bury Trump. It wasn't your, I'm on the stage, I'm in a debate, I'm campaigning against him. Oh, Donald's got little hands and he, he, you know, puts a ton of makeup on. I mean, that's all excusable. They're running against each other. They're fighting each other. One of them was going to be the president-elect. If you believe the theory that anybody would have beaten Hillary, then you have to excuse, and I don't believe that. Uh, I think Trump is the only one that could beat Hillary. But if you go with some of the conservatives and some of the establishment types, And what they say. Then you have to excuse Cruz and Rubio and.
1: Rand Paul
0: or Lindsey Graham for what happened on the debate stage and what was going on. When they were all still in the race, not after the race. Not people like Lindsey Graham. Who even said, I'm not going to support him. But while they were on stage, while they were competing to be that person to go against Hillary, Romney was none of that. Romney was none of that. Romney was just some two-time loser. He's the guy that one year made it to the AFC championship game and lost. And then the other year, he made it to the Super Bowl, representing the AFC, and lost. And then he retired. But he was that guy. So he really went out of his way to hurt Trump. And all the establishment types all backed him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's bending over, and then after he gets done getting poked in the behind, he's dropping to his knees to do the dirty, to do a little ATM. Those of you who don't know what an ATM is, look it up. After Romney bent over at the club in New Jersey, he then got a dirty Sanchez at the restaurant Gene George's the other night. And they had frog legs, they had garlic soup, they had diver's scallops, they had caramelized cauliflower. This is all coming from reporters that were allowed to be <laughs> near the guys having uh, dinner. Trump had a prime sirloin, while Romney had lamb chops. I mean, this is a story, guys. You know, when Wolf Blitzer and them were very upset because Trump went to a steakhouse, press he was going, and they weren't allowed in. Well, they were allowed in for this. And we know that Trump and Priebus and Romney had frog legs (laughs) and glazed carrots and Romney had lamb chops with a mushroom bolognese sauce. (laughs) That's the story. <laughs> this is reported by Jim Acosta. This slob. He's got pictures of the girl preparing the marshmallows for the dish of steamed carrots. That's that's this is the big news. This is the big reporting That Wolf Blitzer said they need, they need. This is unprecedented that the president elect would say, "Not, where get the out of here, Jim Acosta, get out of here." You want to know the here? You want to know the 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 story? Here's the story. You ready? Jim Acosta said, "Is Mitt Romney going to be the next Secretary of State?" And Trump said, "Well, we're going to see what happens." Woo wow And Mitt Romney's response was we had a wonderful evening. Oh. Anything else? Well, we had a discussion about affairs throughout the world and these discussions uh, have been very enlightening and interesting and engaging. And I enjoyed myself very very much. And now this is I think where Mitt Romney started to do a little a little dirty Sanchezing. He said, It's not easy winning. I know that myself. And Trump did something I tried to do and was unsuccessful in it. He won the general election. And he continues with a message of inclusion and bringing people together. And his vision is something which obviously connected with the American people in a very powerful way. And then he swallowed. (laughs) And he swallowed. Gobbled it down. (laughs) All you Romney supporters, how does it feel that your boy just swallowed it? Blah, blah, blah. Come on, tell me. I know a lot of people uh, on my side are like, we don't want Romney, Romney. Listen, I think it'd be great to have Romney. I, I, listen, I don't think Trump will pick him, but I think it'd be great. Someone that had to swallow the goo. Someone that had to do a dirty Sanchez. And guys, it's not just one dirty Sanchez. You realize that if Romney becomes the Secretary of State, he's always, always going to be getting dirty Sanchez's. People are always, always going to remember that press conference where Romney said, he's a phony, he's a fraud. <laughs> He's a phony. He's a fraud. His promises are as worthless as a degree from Trump University. He's playing members of the American public for suckers while he gets a free ride to the White House. And all you'll get is a lousy hat. Dishonesty is a Donald Trump Hallmark he's a bully, and he's greedy, he's a misogynist, and he has third grade theatrics. It's absurd. <laughs> And he's doing dirty Sanchez's. Hey, Mitt! Before you go out there, can you wipe the brown off your lip, upper lip? Can you please do that? Oh, oh, okay, 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 President-elect. Well, actually, okay, President, Mister President. Yeah. Now go out there. Okay, Mitt. You need. You might need to change your pants. Why? Why, Mister President? You're leaking a little from the backside. Oh, no. Well, you know what? Come here. Let me give you another dirty Sanchez. Blah! I think it'd be great to have Mitt as the Secretary of State, because I will always remember Donald Trump is a phony. Donald Trump is a fraud. And all of the Romney supporters cheering, somebody said it. <laughs> Somebody said it. Yeah, he's got balls. Yeah, yeah, he's got balls, all right. Yep, and now he's eating his own balls. That's what he's doing, and not just his balls, but Trump's balls. That's that's what's going on. He's he is doing dirty Sanchez's. So guess what? All of you Romney supporters. Uh, Your boy uh, doesn't have integrity. He has no spine. He is, as Trump would say, a choke artist. But Trump is going to teach him to relax the gag reflex and to take it down to the balls. So we'll see what happens. But it's quite interesting. The dinner was lovely. And Jim Acosta really, really loved it. It's Rob's The Rob Carrier Show. We're going to take a quick, and I mean quick, break. When we come back, we're going to things up. So don't go away. We'll be right back with another blast from the
1: What's yeah. something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce.
0: Really?
1: You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce wow. in my bag, swag. Hot sauce. Really? really? Yes. Now listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, "Okay, she's pandering to black people." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay. not? No, um, seriously, hot sauce. So- I've been, I've been eating. A lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down on I the need, hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, <clothes. laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Uh-huh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you.
0: Wow. Wow. Hate to hate to see her go, guys. hate to see her go.
1: <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> oh man Funny, funny stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny stuff. Hate to see her go, huh guys? Ah, oh, good stuff, good stuff. Alright, it's Rob's care, it's Rob's care show. Um don't forget you can follow us okay you can follow us on Twitter you can follow us on Facebook love Facebook right do we love Facebook um i heart radio what else? iTunes. All right. Follow us. It's Rob's Rob Rob's Uh We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Um, we'll have a whole bunch of new things. Uh, I still want to talk about the cabinet uh, picks because everybody's trying to spin this. Oh, I thought Trump was going to drain the swamp. He's not draining the swamp. Well, he's not well, all these others. You got a Goldman Sachs guy, and you got that's not necessarily uh, the draining swamp. Uh, Trump only meant he didn't. Like I said, we've got a lot to get into on this, and and we will be doing another hour, hour and a half. Remember, Trump always said. Okay, remember, always said, I know lobbyists. I know uh, hedge fund managers. I know, uh, you know, I, I know just bad dudes in business. I know them all. I've dealt with them all. I know them all. i dealt with them all. And if I become president, I'm going to bring uh, these people in. But they're going to be doing what uh, they uh, do for our country. Remember, he said that again. It, it, it's like the media is trying. The media is trying to do Everything, okay? They can to eat, pretend sixteen months don't exist, and it's funny because uh, they're so quick to point out something that Trump said, whether it's about Muslims or hell, Hillary Clinton. Oh well, Trump said six years ago that Hillary Clinton is a wonderful person, and look at what he's saying now. <laughs> But they neglect to point out that Trump said, I know heavy hitters in investment banking. I know heavy hitters in the finance. I know these guys. I know the big dogs. I've played with them. And I'm going to bring some of these guys in. Remember, Trump used to always talk about Carl Icahn. And he would say, Wouldn't it be nice to have Carl Icon? Wouldn't it be not?" Trump never said, Oh, you know, we I'm gonna get people that don't know anything. We're gonna we're gonna drain the swamp and I'm going to put Dennis Rodman as our treasurer. that's, that's not what he said. Draining the swamp means I'm going to get out of making decisions a John McCain type. Some guy that's been there for 35 years. And it's just a constant of recycled garbage. Leon Panetta. Leon Panetta. Somebody that's been recycled through Democrat administration, through Democrat administration. I mean, if Hillary Clinton won, we would have had John Podesta back in the White House. He was in the White House when Bill Clinton was the president. That's draining the swamp. That's draining the swamp. But draining the swamp isn't, oh, I'm not going to have any bankers. I'm not going to have any hedge fund. I'm not, what are you, retarded? And this isn't just people on the left playing this game. This is actually people on the right. This is actually people on the right. There's actually people on the right. Trump said no bang, no, but that's not, Exactly what he said. It's not exactly what he said. So we'll get into all this uh, tomorrow because I want to break down some things. You know, the, a lot of lot the people on the left are distraught about the treasury secretary. My friends on the right. Oh, well, he he's from. Uh, goldman say, Oh no, you can't yeah why we t- Oh well, what about this guy the, the you can't have you can you, you can't have this uh the, this uh this stephen Munchin. you you can't you can't have wilbur Ross what are you talking about? you can't have wilbur. What are you talking about you can't have wilbur ross Oh, well, he's he's known as the king of bankruptcy again these are people that trump said he would get, he said he was going to get some bad corporate dudes, like bad corporate dudes, guys in the corporate world, I think Trump referred to them as killers. And Trump said, I'm going to get these people to work for you. And that's what he did. Stephen Munchin, the uh, uh, Treasury Secretary, not only was he a Goldman Sachs partner, but the guy's like a, a movie producer. I, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. The guy financed um, uh, oh, uh, Suicide Squad. The guy's part of the financing for Suicide Squad. Uh, also, uh, American Sniper. I mean, this guy's a business man he 's a business man, and now his job is to do these things for the United States of America for us for us oh well, he was part of uh, 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 a company that took people homes during the housing crisis and people picketed outside his thing and said don't throw us out of our houses okay and well and well and well that's not nice yeah but it's a private business Trump said killers that's a killer my friend I wouldn't mind having a killer working for the United States of America not some jerk off who was a law professor not some idiot who has no experience in the real world he's a law professor who has a minor in economics Harvard. Well, what has he done? Well, he's a professor. He's a scholar. Okay, cool. He's a scholar. But, like, does he run businesses? Is he. Well, he's a scholar. Fuck him. He is a scholar. Scholar, my balls. I want a, gu- I want a guy who's known as the king of bankruptcy. Okay? All right? I want a guy who's Department of Commerce, who's known as the king of bankruptcy. A guy who pulls companies out of bankruptcy and restructures them and sells them or relaunches them. I want that guy working for us. All these guys. That Trump is, is, is tapping we're all in the private sector the Ricketts guy the guy who owns the Cubs I want the guy who goes out and says you know what we, we, we gotta win we gotta do everything we can do to win I want that guy part of our government Not one of Obama's buddies who was a professor at Princeton. I want, as Trump would say, killers running the finances of this great country of ours. But we'll talk more about that tomorrow. That's just a little taste. To Rob's Carry, to Rob's Carry Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, go to Twitter, uh, go to Facebook, go to iHeartRadio, uh, go to all these places. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. You are the brightest because you listen to the Rob's Carry Show. We'll see you guys then. All right, goodbye. Do-do-do-do. Oh. <sighs>